1: episode one of the drunks and dinos podcast Woo. your number one nc dinos podcast the kbo is up and going everybody how you feeling i'm chris gear i'm here this with- is fucking too hype for our podcast
0: man <laughs> that is the exact amount of hype you it should is, have for it, it is a different podcast dinos. so
1: i'm chris gear i'm here with my co-host cam hasbrook Woo. andrew johnson aka dupe schmoob yeah man <laughs> Dude, <laughs> How you guys doing? That's Nelson. He's barking. Hello, Nelson. Very we should excited have Nelson for KBO on... baseball. Wait, Nelson I was to say...
2: special guest today.
0: Does Nelson also stand NC Dinos, or...? I'm sure he does. Fucking better.
2: Drinks and doggos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you
1: if you don't stand <laughs> NC Dinos, get off. I mean, keep listening, because we, we need the numbers, to be honest. Yeah. But especially
2: um, if you're in Brazil. So... Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For real, this is episode 14 of the Brews and Bruins podcast, the uh, Chris Wagner episode, or if you're feeling squirrely, the Paul Postma episode. Um, What about a... Cor- there was a guy with this...
2: Corvo? Corvo.
1: Joe oh, Corvo? Joe Corvo? I thought yeah. he was like six. I don't know. Was I, like think I think he
2: was 14.
0: Oh, okay. Cool.
1: Uh, I know
2: Cam will look it up.
0: I won't because I have a virus on my laptop. <laughs> True. <laughs> so. yeah. We're... Uh, we're my computer's like crap, today. so
2: I don't even know if I could do anything on my computer with freaking audition yeah. open. I'm I'm talking to these guys on my phone right now. It's <laughs> this has been That's an thin. awful start to the podcast all around.
1: Yeah. A a good call from from Drew to start it. Uh he is number fourteen. I know.
0: Uh, Alright, I'll jump in here. I am Cam Hasbrook. Uh, I am, I guess, still drinking a Sam Adams 76, although there's one sip left, so it's, it's not going to last very long. It's the same one from last
2: podcast,
0: too. <laughs> no, it's a different uh, different Sam Adams, but um, I have a couple of things to say right out of the bat. First of all, the story behind NC Dinos. I saw Chris tweeting about how he was becoming a Dino fan. Um, and you know, I saw, A lot of my friends were telling me to go the LG Twins route. And I thought about it, I'm not going to lie, I did think about it. Um, but then I saw this SB Nation article about the NC Dinos' swole dinosaur mascot, and I was instantly hooked. Um, might get a tattoo, I don't know, but team, we're, we're <laughs> Team it. Dinos I'll here on this podcast. You. Drew, uh, after you announce your beer, I want you to officially uh, announce your your fandom, or lack thereof, toward NC Dinos. Because Chris and I have been very clear about our support, but that's only come to the two of us so far. Um, another thing I want to throw out real quick, I was drinking this Sam 76 lager and on the back, it's got the slogan and it's gotta be the best slogan for a beer of all time. It is. And I quote drinkable beer. You can taste. (laughs) 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 And I was like, come on. (laughs) And it started to think about how we could brand our podcast as an audible podcast that you can listen to. Yeah, I was I was
2: at a Foo Fighters concert at Fenway when I first drank uh, Sam Seventy Six, and yeah, I don't know, it was good. I guess I don't know. Um, it was could could you drink it and that's taste? That's what I it? discovered. It's good, and you could taste it. All right, now uh, about four minutes into this podcast, I'll get around to introducing myself. <laughs> I'm Drew Johnson, everybody's favorite host on this podcast. Probably not though. Um, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Doob Shmoob. You can find me on Twitch TV. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Doob underscore Shmoob. I don't know. I play video games and shit. I'm trying to get into that. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I am drinking a Pulp Daddy. I don't know. Not uh, to be confused <laughs> with Swole Daddy. <laughs> uh, the brewery, it's America's first all-imperial brewing company. Uh, the fuck from New does that England, mean? they're out of Worcester. So, actually, my dad read up on it because I got these and he tried it and he liked it. I haven't tried it yet, but uh, he, what he read was that they are 100% all imperial brewing, and imperial brewing in terms of alcohol is it has to have it's all between eight and 14% alcohol content. Or yeah, so this is an eight, so this is low for them. I can't imagine having a fourteen. I was gonna say, I don't beer. think I've ever heard of that for a I year. think I've probably had You're getting like up a, into the
1: barley wines and stuff.
0: When I've,
2: yeah. I've probably had like a ten at one point, but like I can't I can't imagine a fourteen. Yeah. How hard that would I'm definitely not drinking that on the podcast because Oh, please do. So it'll be over. <laughs> um
1: There's a there is a dogfish head. I think it's the hundred and twenty minute IPA that's like up there in the percentage. I, right? I want to say it's like 12. 15 or don't 20 don't know, or something yeah. like that. Oh, really? Know. Is it? Well, let Maybe. me guess. I mean, I already guessed. Let me look.
0: I can check. <laughs> um, Drew, I have a question for you. Oh, well, no. What's it was up with the, the underscore? I just say, what? Well, I have another question for you first. What's up with the underscore in the Twitter? Like, was Doob Shmoob already taken? <laughs> or like, so, a while, ago,
2: a while ago, I made one called Doob Shmoob, right? Uh, okay. And okay. I was just viewing... I used to have a YouTube channel way back in the day, which I don't need to give the name of because you don't want to watch fucking my YouTube videos from when I was 16. Um, but it's also Doob Shmoob. I changed the name. Go do that. It's weird. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I deleted that account. So it gives up... It'll give up the name in three months. or And then I have to wait six months with this Doob underscore Shmoob to claim that <laughs> name again. So... In six months, there will be no underscore, but for now there okay. is. <laughs> okay.
0: Unless somebody swipes it up for me, I'm going to set a reminder for now. Exactly somebody
2: six is months. Cam. You got to edit this out, man. Cause someone's yeah. going to snipe me and oh.
0: me editing out your comments, Drew. That's just unheard of. It never happened. <laughs> yeah, Cam's uh, anyway, editing NC the
1: next Drew, talk talk about your uh, Dinos affiliation. Yeah. All
0: right,
2: so we're talking Korean baseball here, right? Kind of missed yeah. that yes. wave a bit. So. I don't know. Maybe are they one of the teams that like hasn't won a championship yet? Because I saw a, yes. Okay, yeah. They're they
0: only, right. they're only seven on years in the league I'm, or five.
2: I don't know. I'm
1: a, yeah. I, so I'm, uh, they're currently in first place though, tied for first, three and zero. I'm excellent looking team.
2: I'm a hundred percent on board, man. Because I, I saw the table of and maybe it was ESPN or something that put it out, but of the number of championships each team had won and. Uh, yeah, I was totally not gonna. Re- There's like one that has eleven, and then the next highest is like five. I was definitely not rooting for the number yeah. one. I'm not rooting for the New England Patriots of the Korean freaking baseball league. But yeah, I'm glad they they have zero. I'm totally on board. Let's let's take them to a ship, boys. Let's go.
0: I don't know yeah. how I didn't mention this, but Drew, they're owned by a video game company. So there you go.
2: <laughs> Which one? I N-C, think it's just called it?
0: NC. Yeah, they're yeah. all like sponsored.
2: Which one? Like- NC NEC. Yeah.
0: No, just NC. NC. North Carolina. The North Carolina Korean they're owned by the state of North Carolina. (laughs) Yeah, they're
1: in they're in Changwon, North Carolina, Uh, (laughs) where they found all the dino uh,
2: bones back in the day. Yeah. So
1: uh, I'm I'm your least favorite host, Chris Gear, coming back around. I'm finishing (laughs) off.
2: It's closing in on ten minutes, in and we're getting to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, It's okay. We have nothing else to talk about. We have a couple I'm, uh, things not much <laughs> currently finishing off a uh an alpine grapefruit massacre uh if you're in the San Diego area go check out their beers they they were doing a 50% off growler uh deal and we got like four of them so kind of basically comes out to like 2 bucks a beer and it's like really good beers uh grapefruit massacre is not like overwhelmingly as grapefruit as you think it would be based on the name but excellent beer nonetheless um yeah uh our first place nc dinos um excellent uh also check out our instagram by the way uh <laughs> <At Drunk Dinos. laughs> at, yeah <laughs> yeah at, at brews and bruins on instagram i forgot i made
2: uh, that
0: or we yeah. made that but i did huh there's no shot we can't become the number one nc dinos podcast in Brazil. there is just no we will be number one in brazil number one in your hearts it's gotta happen it's gotta
2: happen well it will be number one in brazil and number 13 in your hearts but yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: all right sao paulo you know what to do
0: (laughs) maybe we could probably become the number one kbo we should
2: just just make a second podcast and talk about it (laughs) yeah
1: drunks and dinos uh yeah so i've watched three innings of dinos baseball because <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the, games, zero. the games come on at like most of the games come on at i think 4 30 in the morning or uh <laughs> oh nice one well, one o'clock you. in the morning or 1 30 in the morning for me 4 30 in the morning for you guys yeah, there's um, no shot i'm freaking catching so i those. i watched the first three innings of one of the ones that came on at 10 out here because we get a couple and there's there is a dinos game this weekend that I'm going to be able to watch cuz I don't go to sleep super early on it, the weekends.
2: If they're if they're around like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. here, I'll catch some. But other I go to bed at 4 a.m. That's when I like fall asleep. Is that 4 a.m. so by then, yeah, I'm listening Drew, to the podcast and shit. I'm
1: long asleep before you are. It's, su- it's
2: surprising we're able to. It's surprising we're difference. able to do this podcast because they're sleeping. Like if you were on the East Coast and on your sleeping schedule, no shot at this being the
1: thing. So, <laughs> all right, guys, sorry, I got to go to bed. Uh, let's cut this short. <laughs>
2: I just woke up, man. I just got up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, do we want to talk some? bruins i guess i I don't have any show notes in front of me because i we don't have any i care i think we have
2: Uh, two (laughs) things we kind of said hey let's talk about uh yeah do you want to lead us off cam with uh halak
0: uh he's still here for another year and yeah
1: yeah, forget everything we said on the last one
0: don't listen to episodes now i'll pass it over to chris (laughs) gear there we go that rhymed um yeah no i mean i think uh I, i Think obviously we were all kind of surprised by this. I was a little surprised by the reaction on Twitter because I feel like a lot of people were like, "Oh, this deal makes so much sense for both sides." And not that it's like outrageous for him or anything, but like, I don't know. I, I I would not have been surprised at all. Like we said, to see him go somewhere else and and cash out one more time. And not that I'm completely shocked that he's still here. And you know, he obviously wants a chance to win instead of going somewhere else where he can maybe make a little more, but not. Uh, you don't know, have that kind of opportunity. But when everybody was like, "Oh yeah, totally," this is exactly what I saw coming. I was like, "Yeah, I don't know about that," but at least happy about it. Yeah, uh, do you
1: think it's really funny though that the two like big backup goalies on the market were going to be on the market because mm-hmm. Halak signed, but Anton Hudobin and Jaroslav Halak are the only two good backup goalies that the Bruins have had since it was Tuka and Tim Thomas.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I mean, I guess uh, you know what you said, Cam. Where people seem like they're expecting this, I think some people were like, "Oh, they gotta resign him. He's so good." But even if you expected to resign him, like that price tag, man, and only committing yeah, and a for a discount year from what he's been
1: playing, Cause <laughs> well, that's
0: what I was so surprised about. Yeah,
2: so I was surprised on the two fronts that a he even signed with the Bruins because, like we talked about on other podcasts or other episodes, I should I should say he could get a big payday for some on some team that needs a goalie he could be a starter you know and maybe his frame of mind was like well i'm with a team that could win the cup this season almost did last season could next season you know they're the bruins are really in a place where they they are going to be top contenders for the next maybe two seasons or so hopefully longer but i think guaranteed the next two seasons um on top of this one and so maybe that was his frame of mind but to keep him around for that price tag, what is it? Two point seven five? No, it's no. Less. That was he his current. A, it was like two point one five. Jesus, he took
0: f- a pay cut, price. which I was and and yeah. for one year, like that's for not, one like,
2: year. You're not because because uh, of his age, it's like you're not. He he's getting to the point in his career where he's going to start to tank. Uh, I mean, he was already kind of iffy, and then he came to Boston and he skyrocketed, and uh, you know he could tank after a year. So only committing to him for one year
1: is, is amazing. Yeah, I think this is just a really good deal for the Bruins. Don Sweeney does it again. Uh, I mean, he he's had a bunch and of nearly. swings and misses uh, in the past, but uh, I, he's consistently considered one of the best GMs in the league because every GM in the league swings and misses a lot. So especially in free agency when guys like David Back has come up if – don sweeney hadn't signed him somebody else would have we saw it with uh with Louis erickson um anytime there's a player of that caliber even if every fan is going do not sign this guy which is not the case in either of those cases but um yeah those guys are gonna get signed um things like this though like saving little amounts of money on guys who can contribute meaningfully to winning a championship uh that's the kind of magic thing that you look back on and you're like wow that gave him an opportunity to sign this other guy or gave him an opportunity to give money to this player who was up whose contract was up as well love to see it
2: yeah and i think you gotta remember where we're tossing praise towards sweeney this is his first time being a gm like a head gm he studied under shirelli as an assistant gm and probably learned from his countless mistakes and also shirelli made some great freaking moves so yeah. i don't know why i said freaking great fucking moves uh this is the <laughs> bruise and bruins great podcast <laughs> i thought
1: i was on I, I twitch mean, for
2: a second it was censoring myself the,
1: the tyler sagan deal he signed him to was absolutely incredible before yeah. he shipped mm-hmm. him away but yeah you know um but yeah no it's, yeah.
2: it's it's he's not one of these guys that's bounced around from different teams like he this is his kind of first go at it uh, even though it's been a couple of years, it's his first go at it, and he's doing a superb job.
0: Yeah, I'm... I don't know. I'm not going to like act like I've studied every GM in the league, but I feel like you'd be hard-pressed to find a GM who I guess has had a better reputation in the league or has, has consistently done as well as, as Sweeney has done since taking over in 2015. Like Again, I, I obviously have studied Sweeney's moves a lot more, but... You look at what he's done with that first line with the pricing and, and moves like this, and like Chris said, everybody, every GM's going to swing and miss once in a while. It just, just comes with the jobs. But you look at things like the Charlie Coyle-Ryan Donato trade. Like, you know, we're the still, subsequent
1: yeah. signing of Charlie Coyle. Yeah, like that it's, was
0: brilliant. Honestly, I almost so forgot well. that
2: Donato was the trade that got Coyle. Like,
0: yeah, and it's like a lot of people were like, you know, it's fair to question at the time whether or not you're giving up on Donato too early and stuff, but... There's no doubt at this point. I think that the Bruins, unless Donato turns around and has a crazy career somehow, which I don't expect. see. So, you know, not that he's bad, but I don't he's
1: Frank th- Petrano basically. Yeah, yeah I, th- exactly. I think he's and a to get a, third a guy like liner. Charlie Coyle. He's out a of third it, liner like. his whole career, I think.
0: And which, to be fair, Charlie Coyle also playing on the third line for the Bruins, but he's been he's extremely a, effective. But he's like, as good
2: of a sec. He's a he can fill like if Krejci gets injured, which we all know he will because he just has horrible
1: luck with injuries. He can fill that yeah. second line no problem. Yeah. So I do have something interesting to bring up that uh slightly related to this but um there so if anybody else follows like charting hockey uh mm-hmm. I forget his name it's Sean something yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah so he he posted some really cool charts uh <laughs> that really <laughs> that showed no the shit. the production <laughs> of to make
0: this a charts podcast <laughs> uh
1: the the expected goals uh against and for production for uh lines that were together for over a hundred minutes um and weirdly uh Krejci filling in for Bergeron didn't work like that that was the one line that was together for a certain amount of time that just didn't work for the Bruins and I thought that was really interesting um but his line Krejci's line with uh I forget who the, the exact wings were but um the whatever that someone. line that was together for the for the most amount of time was also excellent so uh, another like really really cool thing to look at just like what does and doesn't work
2: thank you for yeah. like breaking that all down into english for me because i follow him and it's just like i look at the charts and i'm like i just kind of see where things are and i'm like that looks good i can't i'm not a uh, we've covered this a lot. I'm not a math guy. <laughs> Charts and numbers, man, get them the fuck out of here. I believe in the eye test, but you know, statistics have, have a huge value, and it's just I don't know. I have other yeah, people so, explain mean, it to me. I have people like Cam we,
1: and Chris, so we could do like a little primer on like what expected goals are.
2: I, we do, um, I don't. I don't. Go ahead. I'll, I'm going <laughs> to go use just the for, bathroom just or for like a second. Like I'll, I'll try and do yeah, like
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll try and do my best. So like expected goals four is based on like volume of shots taken from different spots and it's like those shots are grouped uh, together based on like location high probability? and it's yeah it's yeah. what the scoring percentage is from from those uh, locations and so, it's basically so just like, like slot huge map s- slot has a better probability than yeah but I think it's boards. broken down into smaller yeah. locations
2: yeah. than that yeah but, no no um, for sure but yeah yeah
1: yeah and and so then you do for and against and you uh, you can kind of plot on axes, like how good different lines or different players are, and what Sean usually does, is he breaks it down into like fun, which is a lot of goals expected mm-hmm. for, and a lot of goals expected against. Uh, dull, which is the opposite, and then just good and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of those Bruins top lines ended up in the good category, um, which always good to see things uh, hockey being such a weird sport where like sometimes the results aren't always shown born out uh based on how well a line or a player is playing um good to see those top two lines which did most of the most of the work um really bear out in in that also the third the third line was pretty solid. It was just kind of like in that middle area. So I should you like to
2: see that. I should start watching some of those
0: fun teams. That those should be some good games. <laughs> yeah, I would be interested to see. I I've, I look at the charts as I follow him as well. Is it Sean Tierney? Is that right? Yeah, I'll have to cut this out. Of yeah, I'm pretty sure bad. that's him. Right. I'll have to double check before I let that out. But I'm pretty sure that's him. Um, yeah, it is. yeah. If you're into stats and you know I. I definitely lean into, like, uh, like advanced stats and stuff like that. I You know, I'm not going to act like they're th- the only important thing. You know, I think mean, you got to weigh it with the eye test and all that shit. But I think people who just totally discredit it are, are just – probably don't want to think about it, honestly. I, I just want to um, say I don't completely discredit yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm not – not I just, was going to say I realized I that, need, that made it sound like I need people I to
1: break it down I for I didn't, me. <laughs> I didn't read it that you said it that way, Cam, but I do understand yeah, Drew coming back yeah. and being like, hold up. <laughs> no.
0: I don't um, discredit it at Which I get. But... I, I, no, I do the same thing with those charts sometimes. I'm like, wow, these are really pretty, and there's all these logos and colors and things. But um, for people who are like, you know, I think you can't be too extreme on either end. You can't be like, well, this guy's course, is higher, so he's obviously a better player. Or it's Fenwick or any, you know, or expected goals. For but if you look at that and you watch a guy and you put them together, you can get a better understanding I think, of, of players. You know what I mean? Um, so... I don't know exactly, exactly where I was going to point with this, but it is interesting to look at. And um, I don't know, if if you're hockey nerds like us, I think it adds an extra layer of, of things to, like, analyze. That's one of the beauties of baseball, right, is that it is such a yeah. stats-based game. And this kind of gives Just you have more of to and get into it. Exactly. <laughs> that's, like, one of the things that's, like, as someone who's a baseball fan, being able to kind of connect to that and be like, hey, you can measure players in all these new ways now that weren't possible, like, even 10 years ago. So it's like By kind the of way, a cool. If anybody,
1: way. if anybody's like a really big KBO fan, I know we're all like huge KBO Dude, fans, but Die anyone's hard. like, Die hard. anyone's like, I assume that's Korean baseball and, league, and knows what the KBO uh of fan is, yeah. then let us know.
0: Uh, you got
1: all our twitters. Just let us know because we really, we really need a fan grasp <laughs> for KBO. Also, Although, if
0: anyone wants to design us a logo of the the Dino's um, <laughs> <laughs> mascot, mascot dino. chugging beer or. I don't know, something maybe some Korean liquor or something, I don't know. <laughs> Soju, yeah, let's go. So, so way, yeah, that's what I'm talking b- about.
2: Before we move on, uh the at is just charting hockey, right? Yeah. So yeah, go give them a follow. Uh I know I know he, there's he a, doesn't need our help, but No, yeah, I know he doesn't. I know a land. lot of big like hockey writers out there follow him and they take his tweets and his stats like he's uh, he's legit. <laughs> so, so give him a follow legit. if you're, he's he's legit. He's dube approved.
0: Ooh, Dube approved. That sounds he good. does
1: he does have a website where he uh, it's charting hockey where he uh there's a, pay, a paywall where you can pay for stuff and mm-hmm. I mean if you're really into that stuff give him give him that uh yeah. give him that cheddar, um, <laughs> that top shelf cheese, bro. Yeah. Um, because I I mean he's been super valuable to me just. Giving me the free information uh, yeah. just on, on Twitter. And mm-hmm. um, it's always like anytime he posts in the timeline, anytime I see him in the timeline, he's got like a thread of all 32 teams and he's like, all right, yeah. check out this interesting shit. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so just to kind of circle back, final thoughts on Halak. I'm thrilled about it, especially at that price tag. Like we said, Raskin and Halak have been one of the best goaltending doers in the NHL. Uh, since they've the been together. Best. I think I would argue the best, but, I again, mean, I haven't studied you got, it too much.
1: It's it's them, and it's Hudobin and Bishop in, in yeah. Dallas, and that's that's pretty yeah. much the beginning and end of it.
0: Yeah, and, again, I I think one of Halak's problems before coming to the Bruins is that he was leaned a little bit too much as a starter, which I think right now they have him the perfect rule because he is good enough to, like, hit that mark where he's, like, I don't know, playing 40 games, something like that, you know what I mean, or or... Hopper 30s, 35 games. And, you know, going back, that was a huge problem with the Bruins, just like overplaying Rask down the stretch, especially. And he was just gassed in the playoffs. You could tell it. He yeah. admitted it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to have a reliable, which they've been blessed to have reliable backups the last couple of years, but to have someone who, like Halak who can really carry that workload and fill in pretty much just as well as Rask is on most nights, with, a, granted, with a lesser workload. So, but just having that option is is so bad. I really don't think you can overstate that throughout the course of an eighty-two game season. So absolutely thrilled to have him back. And at that price tag, seeing him take the pay cut, shocking to me. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, you must just been. There's the one thing where hockey players generally just don't like to move their shit. Yeah. Uh, the But bags taking a pay big. cut, taking a pay cut to do it, like those equipment just,
0: bags, man, they're heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, maybe the virus had some kind of impact too if the market's gonna be weird and like if he gets a safe deal I guess here where he knows he's happy, he gets a decent amount of money. I'm you know, maybe that had an effect whereas testing the market right now is gonna be even stranger than than ever before. So um, maybe he just wanted the security too, but I he's bounced
2: around a lot, so I guess I mm-hmm. can't say this a hundred percent, but I'm pretty damn sure he hasn't won a cup.
0: I don't think so.
2: Maybe he has, yeah. but, like, if he did, I think it was as, like, a backup or something. So, well, I he think was, he's hungry.
0: No, I mean, he's um, still a backup. Blues, like, the Islanders, like...
1: Islanders, Canadians, uh, blues. Caps.
0: Caps, yeah. I don't yeah, think he has. Yeah, the,
1: yeah, so the, the Blues are the one that I, like, know for first remember him didn't. being on that team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so
2: he, I think a part of it is he's super hungry for a cup, and, like, that means, to. that's what I love about fucking hockey against fucking some other hockey. sports, is that the championship. Frickin hockey, fucking man. Fucking hockey, man, dude. I love it. Um, yeah. Fucking hockey, man. Uh, not to make this a fucking hockey podcast, but uh, <laughs> it already it is. is. Definitely <laughs> not to make <laughs> it a hockey men but podcast. But to players, I'd say 99% of players, the championship is way more important than what you're making for money. Uh, If you take a fucking million dollar, two million dollar pay cut and you're going to win a cup. I bet some of these players, if they're taking a five million dollar pay cut and it's a guaranteed cup, they'd fucking take it like that means more to them than the money they're making. Whereas you see in other sports, it's kind of like the money is, you know, the championship drives them, but the money is still up there in importance. Uh, I think that's a big reason why he came back. Uh, I was going to – we circled back to Halak, but I was going to take a three-point turn and go back Ooh. to another episode <laughs> where, uh, <laughs> where we talked about Rask and the fucking rumors that seemed to have died down about him potentially retiring fucking um, rumors. at the end of his contract. That would bring Tuka and Halak ending their contracts. <clears throat> so I'll, I'm not going to go on about Rask, but say Rask did re- fucking retire. Well, they could bring Klock <laughs> back as the starter if he has another good. What e- you guys are laughing? What the fuck? This is just a question. Drew, a hypothetical. Drew, it's
1: like you took it personally that you you said freaking instead of fucking that <laughs> yeah, one no, time, and you just decided to drop an f bomb after every fucking
0: word. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should mention, I'm was, I was three
2: deep coming into this podcast, and now I got this eight percent that I'm almost. Yeah, totaled, and so. he's
0: fucking drinking. It
2: all adds I mean, up, but uh, uh so I didn't even notice, def- man. I'm, I'm half definitely Italian. check that uh, explicit. Also, another, box. another yeah. thing is I'm half Italian, so you can't can't shit on me for that. <laughs> so um, you can't shit on me for that, or some long lost family members will come <laughs> and fucking cap your ass. So all
0: right, Drew, get the fuck out of here. No, I, I somehow in, in the all midst right, of all this, Drew, Drew actually <laughs> raised a really good point. What? Like, no, See? but he's got a point. See? If 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 Rask and Halak are if Rask does actually retire, which I don't think he's going to, but if he does, you never know. If he does and Halak is also at the end of his deal, that would be an interesting situation for the Bruins, having no proven goaltenders to go to uh, without making a move, obviously. Well, you got Swayman coming up the pike, but not right away. You got so. v- Vladar, oh, yeah, and Vladar. Vladar Although, also Vladar you got to think about the not, the expansion no. draft too, though.
1: Yeah, uh, Mark. So like, Mark was talking about that on Twitter today. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So it's like shout out Mark Allred.
1: shout out uh,
2: Black and Gold. So let's just reiterate. I made a fucking great point. <laughs> All right, no more somewhere, somewhere what in about.
1: what you were saying, Cam extracted your point. Yeah. yeah.
0: That was well, because it hit that me, and all. then I was it, like, like, he did his best to, like, draw away from it again and, like, get my, back my to standard Drew. My point was, at the, Drew, of,
2: <laughs> at the end of next season, whenever next season is at this point, you have both of your goalies, their contracts are ending, and there's those rumors around Rask. So, like, there's a, there's a hypothetical situation where you have Halak as your starter next season. Mm-hmm. Or not next season, the season at whatever. Everything's all messed up right now. So,
0: mm-hmm. but, you know... Uh, anyway. While we're talking goalies, what did you guys think of uh, Gary Cheevers saying he's a you know big rass guy and was kind of called you out?
1: Say Gary Cheevers? It's going to be Jerry there.
0: <laughs> I do know that I'm no just, longer it's the long stupidest day, but... <laughs> person on this one. <laughs> it's right on that. I can cut it out. Uh, what do you think of Jerry Cheevers? <laughs> Please, no, don't. No, I'm gonna Please keep,
1: don't. I'm going to keep calling uh, Cam gary cam gary cheevers <laughs> Hasbro.
2: that's gotta be the name of the the episode gary in quotation marks cheevers
1: and do a uh, do do a uh like a no 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 it's got art, like a gary fucking
0: cheevers <laughs> yeah
1: but uh, but a, do a separate like episode artwork with uh gary from spongebob
0: <laughs> cheevers was kind of calling out uh carrie price for pretty much the ras thing it was like yeah, he doesn't win the big games, and I was like, I, "Fuck yeah!" I, I like it was funny, but I was like, "I don't know, man." Like, you can't really shit carry Price too much. Like, nah, dude, that's great. He's damn just, good. Like,
2: he's just a dedicated f- Bruin. Bleeds yeah, black I, and gold. I, he's it's a Montreal Canadian. Like, just who the he's also an old old
1: man and <laughs> yeah, uh, has has old man hockey thoughts. That true, are... <laughs> very true. <laughs>
0: That should be the name of this, this Old, man, old hockey man Hockey Old Man
1: Hockey Thoughts.
0: <laughs> oh, no, that's going to be the first one when uh, when when Chris turns 30. It's going to be Old Man Hockey Thoughts. Hey, coming
1: to... soon to a podcast near you. One that's, old man and, and two, two underage our, kids
0: uh, drinking
2: slogan. beer and talking brewing. <laughs> two underage kids.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> one man and boys two minors drinking <laughs> Not
1: to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cam, you know what to do. <laughs> oh, I know what to do. All right. Dude, it's I'm great because I for know with
2: my computer issues that Cam is editing the next couple episodes. So I can say whatever the hell I want with no repercussion. <laughs> yeah, oh, or, so or I could Don't just put some in there. Should I mention those links I found like the other episode where we had to bleep them out?
1: <laughs> Let's not.
0: That was pretty funny, though that was pretty good
1: v- very good with the, with the bleeps Most the only problem
2: i had was that they were very long bleeps so it was like deafening you gotta like cut mm. it out for each word you gotta
0: bleep it out
1: oh i mean maybe just make the sound quieter on yeah the bleep. That
2: too. That too. <laughs> i uh i
0: did what i could um
1: i am what i am i
2: wouldn't I have done yeah. any better than cam did so i shouldn't be talking i
1: would have i've bleeped stuff before i know how to do it yeah well, now you're I know. the old yeah. man here so yeah this is the, life i'm experience. the one who refuses to edit this podcast yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's always an adventure old man grandfather um, make the kitties do it
0: do we want i don't know what, does anybody else have hockey stuff yeah, <laughs> no, yeah it's, the, a,
2: uh, it's the this coming sunday so we're recording oh, um, on yes. thursday um, so I don't know when you're listening to this, but Sunday, uh, the 12th, is it the 12th? No. My dad's birthday is the 12th. Today's the or 7th. Is it the 13th? God damn it. Okay. My dad's birthday is coming up at some point and I got to remember that. It's, but it's this, the 10th. It's the 10th. Okay, cool. My dad's birthday is in the middle oh, of the shouts.
1: week. Oh, shouts. Sweet. Shouts to my buddy Matt. His birthday is the 10th. Ooh. Oh, Shout out Matt. What a guy. That sucks. Guy. That's
2: on Mother's Day. Um, <laughs> one one. Like, once in a while, my dad's birthday and Mother's Day are the same day, and it's freaking. I'm just like, it, it's, it's, I don't, I don't do anything I freaking want to do that day. I'm saying freaking now, because you guys gave me My shit, mom's so. birthday
1: and Father's Day are occasionally on the same day.
0: So, like, a reverse You fashion. feel my pain.
2: Yeah. But I feel like Mother's Day always overshadows my dad's birthday when it's that day. So.
0: That's
1: true. That's probably... <laughs> W- worse the other way. I'm right?
2: not married, but it seems sometimes it goes that way. So, anyway.
0: <laughs> I was going to make a comment, but I don't want to say anything about your parents. True.
2: <laughs> so, anyway, um, what I was going to say is it's coming up in the anniversary of Bobby Orr's famous Miller Lite goal. No, flying goal. Cam <laughs> just showed a Miller Lite. I should give that context <laughs> yeah, cause you're blind right now.
1: That, um, that made no sense yeah, to me whatsoever because really I was not watching Cam at that moment.
2: <laughs> Cam came up big on the screen for me, so... Um, it's just
1: like, did Miller Lite sponsor
2: the Miller Bobby, Light <laughs> the
0: Bobby Orr, Orr goal the <laughs> statue? It's a Miller Lite statue now. Miller Lite <laughs> and Skinny Pop.
2: Uh, no, anyway. <laughs> uh, Jesus. <laughs>
1: um,
2: that's an Shout out to one joke. of our other edited out um, Drew comments. Yeah. Um, Bobby Orr's flying goal won the cup uh, in 70. It's the 50-year anniversary coming up. And it's kind of romantic in a way that it is uh, also Mother's Day, and that game can was won on Mother's Day. So um, they've been doing a lot. What are you singing, Cam? You're I was
0: singing Can You Feel the Love Tonight when you okay. mentioned I thought
2: you were singing Springsteen because of that poster. In the by the way, stop Blinded by the
1: Light, the movie, great shit. So Okay, anyway. that would be, uh, be the end song, by the way.
2: All right, cool. Blinded by the light, or what he's saying?
0: Or can you feel the love tonight? Can you feel the love? Fucking right! Yes.
2: You
1: guys have no taste. All right, so anyway. (laughs) Well, I I was gonna. Just kidding. Chris has taste by Tom Petty, but
2: Chris has taste. I know we have taste. Uh, Cam, I don't know what the hell you listen to. So basically, Uh, we've talked about music quite a bit. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and it's a lot. (laughs) <laughs> it's a lot of what you listen to, so I don't know what you're saying, but it's alright uh, That was a Let's few continue. episodes
2: Anyway, what I'm saying is It's the what are you saying? anniversary of the Bruins winning the cup in seventy, nineteen that is, not 1870 In uh, 1970 i last year, boys But uh, <laughs> basically, because there's no hockey All of freaking Boston has been uh, talking up that <laughs> shit and uh, there was a good article that came out from uh, Matt Porter, whom my dad thought was Kevin Ball Dupont, and uh, clearly Matty Ports on Twitter. Even is clearly, there's a uh, a difference in generations there. Uh, Matt Porter, basically the heir to KPD, the uh, understudy, the. I don't know. I don't know what goes on there, the but sentae. that's how I
1: view it. Shouts to my college roommate Kevin Patrick Dewey, aka KPD. <laughs> Kevin
0: Patrick
2: Dewey, my boy. So, but basically, I wanted before we like talk more about the Cup, which none of us were alive for, but we kind of know the significance cuz it's probably the most famous goal in hockey, whether you're a Bruins fan or not. I think it's I mean, it's definitely up there, but I think in general, yeah. it's the most memorable um but like, if you talk about Bobby Orr's flying goal, everyone knows what you're talking about. Um, there's a
1: fucking statue of it.
2: It's a freaking statue of it. There's a statue it. of it's it. Fucking uh, laser beams. So, or in this article <laughs> that Matt Porter wrote uh, in the Boston Globe, uh, uh, I'll just read a, 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 I don't know what to call it, an excerpt. Is that what you say? A piece of it. That uh, is what you say. I had all my equipment, Or recalled, when I came back from Chicago in 1978, I threw my duffel bag in the basement. We had a babysitter with us, and she had a cat. So this was later. It was uh, h- it was his equipment from that game. So it's 1978. I don't know how that makes sense, but I know it's his equipment from the game. The, ha- the cat had been using it as a litter box, so the equipment was gone. They had to toss it out. All of his equipment from that game. And I think that's pretty freaking rough to, to have to he still, I think he still has the puck and the stick but he saved that equipment, the jersey, the pads everything from that and it's all gone and I just think uh, that's Oh.
0: i'm just surprised that bobby orr is a cat guy and not a dog maybe he has both but no like, well it was I, I his, like, it was like his guy.
2: baby it, i just read it i think it was his babysitter or it was it, not his babysitter babysitter of his kids <laughs> or some shit Did the babysitter
0: <laughs> bring their cat or like
2: he, he might need another babysitter in like 10 or 15 years but i don't know how old he is but, yikes that's um, tough yeah, it's tough. I'm sorry. Wait, Bobby. but
0: still, how does how does the babysitter fit in with the cat? I'm confused. He about. like dropped it off at this person's
2: house. To, I don't know. I just read oh, the article at the
0: babysitter's house. Okay, okay, I missed that part. Sorry, I was.
2: I'll freaking reread it <laughs> if you want, but I think <laughs> no, that's you're just good, horrible. You're good. No, I don't know, no, Drew. Don't do that.
1: Um, so to to talk about that, like, give a little bit of context to that goal. um something i learned a few years ago because i never went back and like did any research or i, I haven't watched any documentaries or anything but uh kind of diminished the impact of that goal for me uh yeah it was an ot game winner that that won the cup but uh it was in game four of a sweep against the blues who were on like the second year of a rebuild and back then like the whole, like, that whole conference or whatever, however the playoffs were aligned, like, basically that whole conference was expansion teams. Not, yeah. like, the whole conference, but, like, mostly most yeah. of the teams were, were teams that had just been added, like, a few years ago. And so the Blues were basically just the best of a really, really bad conference. And so the Bruins not to diminish their accomplishments of winning their conference, but uh, th- whoever won that conference was going to absolutely plow yeah. whoever came out of the other one. That's why it was a sweep, yeah.
0: <laughs> Still a sick moment.
2: I mean, yeah, dope Objectively, goal. Objectively, yeah. Dope goal, bro, dope like, goal.
0: One of the iconic pictures, I think, not even just like, not even, I was going to say not even Bruins, but in hockey, but really just in sports. Like, yeah. Like, you don't have to be a hockey fan to recognize Bobby Orr flying through the air to win the Stanley Cup. Like, I mean, I don't know. I, I we're I, all hockey fans, but like, I I wouldn't think so. You know,
1: totally irrespective of that goal. I love going back and watching Bobby Orr highlights because it's like like watching prime Eric Carlson. Just oh. like. Yeah. There's a defenseman who can do that, but like I mean, like he changed beyond the position beyond yeah. Carlson. Obviously, he was well. I see. I, no, I don't know if he he was better than Carlson was in his prime, but like in true. comparison the, the to the rest of the league, he was so much better. Yeah.
2: <laughs> One of my there was a great Bobby Orr quote from a couple of years ago. Like I mean, the sense still suck, but it's like when they were really, really like way, way bottom of the barrel, like Detroit is now. He was asked if the, uh, ni- like, how badly the 1970, uh, or it was either 70 or 72 Bruins, both teams won the cup, uh, that, which if you're listening to this podcast, you probably fucking know, um, if they could beat the Senators, um, like, how badly they beat the Senators. And he said, I think it would be, like, 1 to nothing. Um, and the question was obviously posed that, like, in their primes, but he took it as in, like, now. He's like, you know, we're all in our sixties or seventies, but I think we, we could probably do it. still be one of Because <laughs> you don't hear a lot from Bobby Orby. He was even back, like if you look at interviews with him, even like after they won the cup, like he was such a internal, guy, like humble, humble guy. Mm-hmm. And like to hear to see a quote from him saying that is just that's just savage, literally just savage. <laughs> like I don't know how how else to describe it. I hate that term, but. Oh, yeah, really I
0: don't. Much. I feel like I, I, I don't know too too much about him. You know, as far, like personally, um, but I feel like he is generally regarded as like a, a good person, which I guess yeah. is very vague. But like, I feel like you know, everybody. Like, what, what I, to me, like when I think back through like Boston sports history, Bobby Orr is like the Ted Williams of the Bruins, right? Like Ted Williams is the Red Sox, yeah. but Bobby Orr is the Bruins for me. In the, but but. Ted Williams was like a known asshole, like <laughs> and like he fought in World War II. I'll give him respect for that. That was awesome shit. But as far as like personal lives go, like Ted Williams was a fucking asshole. If and you haven't really? seen it, if oh, you yeah, haven't se- oh yeah, he was. Oh yeah, Ted Williams is like, the greatest hitter who ever is. lived. But he was a prick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he was well <laughs> known as he
1: was like he was like Barry Bonds before Barry Bonds was Barry Bonds. Um, if you've never seen it, go look up his uh, Citrus Hills Golf Course. Advertisement outtake, where he did Mm -hmm. he did this ad for a golf course called Citrus Hills, and man, apparently it was just like one too many takes for him, and he just fucking lost it. It So great.
0: We're talking like prime Ted Williams, you know, know, as an older gentleman. I'm sure he was he was better. Most people, oh no, no, this was this was older Ted Williams. Uh, Never mind. I guess he was just an (laughs) asshole at the time. But so my my point, which I do need to go watch that this because I'm sure it's hilarious, but. You know, from, that's kind of how they stand as far as, like, sports, like, importance to the team, right? But, like, so far on the opposite side of the spectrum as far as personality goes, from what I've been able to see, again, I'm not going to act like I personally know Bobby Orr, but right. everything I've seen from him makes him out to be a really good person, and it's like yeah, he, you do a little research and you realize that wasn't the case for Ted Williams. He, so. has,
2: <laughs> he has a uh, like an agency like, sports agents that represent players. I think, like, Connor McDavid is represented by his company, honestly. Um, there, There are a lot of players that are represented by him, and the big reason he did that was that he felt that players during his era got screwed over in terms of money during that time and obviously you know the economy was completely different than it is now dollar grows and all that i'm not an economist obviously but (laughs) i know things the dollar goes further than it did back in then when you could get like a piece of candy for like five cents um but uh yeah he thought they really got screwed over in that day so a big that's why he's done this he like founded this agency and um, a lot of players go to it which kind of shows i guess his character as well um, another thing I was going to say is I wrote an article for the hockey writers a couple of years ago now about the flying goal. And I'll aver- go read it. I'll ever like I'm not making money off of it anymore because I left. They're making money off of it, I guess. Uh, maybe very little. I don't know how much it gets read anymore. Uh, but it's one of my proudest pieces of writing. And uh, something that I talked about in that is that anyone like my dad was a kid during that. Like, I think he was like 10 I'm trying to do the math. Yeah, he'd be about 10, 9 or 10 during that. It really sparked a revolution in hockey in Boston um, where, you know, it was all, the you know, the Bruins weren't dominant in hockey or in sports in general as far as Boston went. You know, they had won somewhat sporadically until then. Uh, and then after that, sporadically, not until, uh, you know, after 72, it wasn't until 2011. But it really revolutionized the sport in Boston and kind of it caught fire because of that win, because of that, how heroic that goal was um, has a part, uh, a role in that. But, you know, that championship win, that's when you started seeing all these youth programs in the New England area where, you know, high school teams and college teams really took off in the New England area, and a lot of it had to do with not – I mean, that goal in particularly, but uh, that cup win in general too.
1: Yeah, I uh, – personally, when people say they think, like, Bobby Orr is the GOAT, I'm kind of like, all right, come on, it's it's Wayne Gretzky, but it's similar levels of dominance, and he's – Yeah, the argument is if
2: Bobby Orr was a forward, what could he be?
1: Yeah, he's, he's certainly the best defenseman of all time, and, uh, I mean – Guys like Eric Carlson wouldn't exist without him.
0: Yeah, he he quite literally like did revolutionize the defensive position. Like, defensemen did not score at least regularly until Bobby Orr like changed the game. And, and you also have to, like, like Cam Neely is a guy whose career got cut short because of his knee, and, and largely because of how he played. He just, I mean, you know, he, Connor McDavid is is known for his skating ability and. I don't know, or in his prime, like, much different league than, you know, McDavid in today's NHL, but it's like, you make those comparisons where it seems like he just skated through everyone on the ice just effortlessly, and that's really what ended up fucking up his knees, because he's getting through everybody, they're going to stick out a leg, and, and, you know, eventually he's going to catch a knee and blow it out. Because that's the only
2: way to fucking stop him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, and it's like, unfortunately, he, like, paid the price for that, but... He he quite literally revolutionized the defensive position, and uh, you know his importance to that is 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 is, is yeah, you can't really overstate that even.
1: Not to make this a Bobby Orr podcast, yeah, it is it like is what else are we going <laughs> to talk about? Halak also, and Bobby. like like
0: this shit is like his his story. It shows you how much different hockey was like. And I've read this a bunch before, but for the sake of transparency, I'm getting it off of Encyclopedia dot com right now. But, like, the Bruins literally found this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Wikipedia. The Bruins found this guy as a 12-year-old. Yeah. No, that's, and like, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were scouting other guys. They found him playing against older guys. And they signed him at the age of 14. Yeah. Which that's is crazy. They, right on.
2: That's kind of, like... You, like, they do it's that like in soccer, soccer like, nowadays, yeah. where they—I mean—I don't think that they, they don't sign them when they're fucking. I think they can sign them when they're 16 or something is the legal age, but they scout them. Pretty young, yeah. They scout them at it's that like, age. You can
0: put them. No, it's it's even earlier. Though, oh, I don't know what they officially can be paid for, but I know like like. The big clubs have like development teams that are like yeah like 12 16, years old like I, well I
2: think 16 is officially when you can come onto that team's official development mm, team but I know and they have development programs for,
0: for younger than that yeah um, no they're getting scouted
2: but, when they're fucking
0: <clears> 8 like mm-hmm. there's
2: a, wasn't there like a there was a chinese hockey player who is like was all the rage like a year or two ago and he was like fucking 10 and everyone's like he's like looking mm-hmm. like the next McDavid.
0: <laughs> I remember that. I forget what his name was, but, yeah, I remember seeing that on Twitter. Those videos are sick. Yeah, yeah, he's dirty. Hopefully he pans out because that would be awesome. Um, but, yeah, and then, again, just to show how much different the league is and back to Drew the Economist, 18 years old, he signed a he record-breaking two-year deal for $25,000 <laughs> 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 plus a, a signing bonus that – Apparently, was between 25 and 35, but I guess the previous record for a rookie contract was 8,000 a year, so a lot different than that, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, again, like, it's one of those guys where just, like, quite literally from the age of 12, they knew he was going to be the shit, and, like, it was rare at that point, you know, to have Canadian players like that join the Bruin, like, an American team, like, to have... Somebody, you know, most of those guys who are that good, that young, were going to be scouted by one of the Canadian teams, and the Bruins kind of swept in there and found him first. And it's kind of awesome that he like kept his loyalty to them and and decided ultimately that he was going to sign with them and stuff and and stick with them and obviously become uh, just a legend, not only for the organization but just for Boston sports in general.
2: Yeah, something else I want to say is that. You know, we've talked about him a lot. This is from the point of view of our generation where we weren't even alive when he was playing. I would – I mean, I've heard it from my dad and, like, his friends, like, you know, hockey fans his age about how amazing he was. And I'd love to hear that more from people, you know, on Twitter. So hit us up at Bruins and Bruins on Twitter. Um, But, yeah, like, the appreciation we have for him, it just speaks volumes about how legendary he really – fucking is like like if we're if we're this like you know reverting to him almost as a god a hockey god for sure like i don't know it
1: it, it would be amazing to he's he's on the mount Rushmore. yeah Yeah. it'd be
2: amazing to like like i almost wish i was living at that Mm -hmm. time and watching being able to watch him play live i think it's just it would oh That'd be, if I had a time machine, that is probably the first thing I'd do. And then, you know, kill Hitler or something, like everybody says that. <laughs> after. But, uh, but after after numb, I see but... Bobby Orr play, uh, that's definitely... That's an interesting
1: question, though. Who, uh, so Mount Rushmore has definitely got to be... You got Gretzky or probably Gordie Howe and then what, yeah. Mario? Yeah, probably Mario. Yeah, I think it's
0: those four, yeah. I think it's Gretzky, Gordie Howe, Bobby, and and probably Mario, yeah.
2: No, I think uh, Shane
0: Spear. Although, are we not giving love to goalies? <laughs> what? I mean, who are you gonna put on there? Like, it's just. Uh, I think they have to have their own separate ooh, thing because it's yeah. Hard you can do goalie ones like yeah. Good. I question. don't know who's like you, Dominic Hasek
1: goalie? like because I, I, I think I think Hasek's my. I think my Hasek,
2: yeah. Hasek, Wah. those
0: are the first two that came to mind. Oh yeah, Patrick Wad gotta be up there. I mean,
2: because you gotta think about two like. As much as like you know, Bobby Orr changed defense. There are goalies out there who really changed goaltending. Because if you look at even during Bobby Shouts
1: Orr's to, era, just a Gary Cheevers. <laughs> <laughs> whose this number is, isn't is retired. Problem drinking by the way, is that we
0: sound stupid? But whose uh, here number we go. isn't if retired? We, if
1: we make enough references to it, Cam can't cut it out, or else it ruins the context. But
0: challenge um, accepted. I was gonna. <laughs>
2: What I was going to say, uh, one of my few good dupe points is that I think I actually have a good amount on this podcast. Fuck both of you. Um, <laughs> fuck the haters. <laughs> fuck the haters, the haters, which is both of my co-hosts. <laughs> <Frick the haters. laughs> um, but I think, you know, we, we were talking about Bobby Orr revolutionizing the uh, defensive position, but, you know, if you look at during his era, goaltending was a lot freaking different. And obviously the pads have changed size and all that, but... It's not like they have this huge technical ability back then, where they're going to the butterfly, and you know you see Tukaraska. We talk about a lot this stay-at-home goaltender who always has the angle. Like back then, they're kind of just like throwing out a leg and trying to make a save. Like I, I, I mean, I don't know goaltenders enough to really point it back to one goaltender where it kind of got revolutionized. Where there's there these I guess I would say technical goaltenders. Um, but I think, you know, one of them would be, you know, well deserved on that, on that Mount Rushmore of goaltenders. Yeah. Mount Rushmore scores.
0: <laughs> Doc Emrick, off to the I shot. Love Doc Emrick. <laughs> um, off the pipe. This is a lot more save. hockey than I was expecting to get to today. So nice job. Man, guys. we <laughs> we always find We're a way. Like, Man, good episode one of these. They weren't going the to dinos lose dinos to the podcast. British, and they aren't oh, going team. to lose to British Columbia. Are the Dinos playing tonight? I'm gonna to have to look this up. I'm if it check. is, it's so a Thursday be night because
1: they did play three nights in a row. I they, think. D- yeah.
2: So do they play like basically like a MLB schedule, like every day? They and play 144 and, games. Okay, but like it's still like that every day kind of grind and uh, day oh, off. Here, yeah.
0: Though. Dinos Twins, 5:30 the- a.m let's get it uh, okay sick imagine playing <laughs> 100
2: imagine one. playing 144 hockey games in fucking 160 170 days
1: that would be tough oh my god
2: i'm tough. not i'm not trying to crap on their shit it's that i don't know sorry i swear and sometimes <laughs> i don't it's inconsistent um <laughs> not to like you know talk badly harshly about baseball but like damn I played yeah. Little League. I stood around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I played outfield and second base, which tells you... I played second oh, I base. Second that tells base, you a though. lot about my arm.
0: Yeah, but no. Also, second base is, is somebody who's got to be good with their hands, at least as far as
1: fielding goes. You know what Say, I mean? I I played second base. That was my position from yeah. like the time I was about Are we all 10 second years basemen? old. I was a to... catcher,
0: too. but Yeah, so... I'll...
1: I pitched, I had to play third base in high school after our third baseman graduated. Oh, I my, so, third I, base like, my too, senior yeah. year after playing, I had not played third base since I was 10, I think, and I hated playing third base. You don't realize and how long the throw
0: is, you really the hot corner man, it's a tough place to be. The so, throw
1: isn't an issue for me, like, I had the arm for it. Yeah, it's just like just having a ball just rocketing. Well, that's at the thing, it's having like, to have that, like. Reaction The time. throw
0: itself is like very makeable. It's just like you have to get it all. You have to feel the ball super cleanly, and like you said, with it coming at you that quick, you can't bobble it or anything. Or else, with that throw, it's gonna take a little. Uh, you gotta be, you gotta be smooth over there.
2: I uh, yeah,
1: to make this uh Third base not podcast. my favorite position to play. Not to um, <laughs> yeah.
2: not to pump my own tires. <laughs> hey. But uh, so my nickname at one point in Little League was Double Play Drew. And it wasn't because I turned a lot of double plays, probably like <laughs> w- literally one, I think. And I, I, I don't have a good memory of it, but I want to say and not to like make me look cool or anything, but I think it was unassisted double play where I caught it and then tagged the guy or tagged the base because he, he went right away. And so but I remember on that I tried to turn a triple play. And like threw it, but there was only one out, so it
0: would have been a triple play.
2: <laughs> There's only one out, which shows you how I was as an athlete, not remembering how many fucking outs there were in a game.
0: Like like Manny Ramirez throwing the ball into the stands.
1: Drew, that's that's not you as an athlete. That's me a human. You. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> but you love me, right? But that's why we love you, Drew. Yeah, that's we love why everybody. you love me. <laughs> uh, oh, like. So anyway, we got to a lot of hockey. Uh, and Korean baseball. You know uh, what time it's on. time for board, time for board it's games. Time for some oh board my god, I forgot. Yes. I forgot. that's on the agenda. Yes. Jesus Christ, that's a thing. I so while we jump into board games, I want to give a quick shout out to a family friend of mine who I was golfing with today. Uh, really, Ryan and Christian Brennan like grew up with me. They're great people, but Christian today was like. Yeah, dude, I listened to every episode, and I was like, why did you do that? But I appreciate it. And uh, he was like, yeah, dude, I can't I don't even to see, to like, every which. Episode. I don't yeah. think Chris listens I've to any. I've to
1: one episode, and I don't think I've ever listened to an episode all the way through.
2: <laughs> you listened to you one episode, and it was the one you weren't on to make sure me yep. and Cam were, like, holding up. the court. Up. <laughs> there you go.
0: Um, but, yeah, no, he, he, he was like, yo, I can't wait to see, like, which board games are making it to the Final Four. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's tonight, isn't it? So, Christian, here you go. We're about to find out. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you definitely got to tell though, me because so I on. think
2: my computer will break if I open a browser while I'm recording audio. Yeah,
1: yeah I think I know what the winners were, but I didn't check before.
2: I know Monopoly so. won. And I'm gonna pull shit? up my
0: phone here because my, again, my uh, my computer has a virus, which is you know the theme of it isn't Corona the world right now, which is good.
1: Um, All right, so you got it.
0: Unless you have not pulled, I'm pulling up the uh, the results right now.
1: I was just gonna guess them because I, I was I gonna figure it out. I want you time. to guess
0: the uh, I want you to guess the percentages too. I'm curious to see what you got. All so right.
1: So we got uh, who was Monopoly playing? Monopoly was up against uh I know Monopoly won. Uh,
0: so Monopoly was Sorry? taking Uno. on no, Uno's card. Uh, Scrabble.
1: Scrabble. Wow. I uh, think it
2: was like it was around sixty seven percent.
1: Okay. I was going to say, like, 75.
0: It was Monopoly by 60 over Scrabble. 60 okay. I don't think that's too much oh, 60, ris- I think I, <laughs> I, I think Monopoly was the clear one, percent. one seed
2: there. <laughs> you meant 6,040%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
0: true. Monopoly is 6,040% votes. Who got, 6, multiple, Who got multiple votes? Um, but, no, I, so I, I think Monopoly was the one seed. I don't think there's any surprises out of that region, right? Like... I think the one seed, you know, it's your it was good Your typical March Madness one seed running the table, and and now yeah, they yes, suck got it, peas. I'm still uh, bitter. I'm
2: still bitter over chess.
1: Yeah, d- Josh, calm down, man. Everyone loves Monopoly except you. I don't know what your deal is. Yeah, um, no,
2: it, I I'm not a huge fan of Monopoly. I mean, I see, I understand it won, like whatever. But it, in that chess matchup, it was capitalism against feudalism, and I guess capitalism beats that, but um i think like anything beats, <laughs> almost anything beats feudalism yeah so. you know how feudalism just <laughs> not to make this a feudal not to make feudalism podcast <laughs> <There> <laughs> those, go. Yes. those were the days man i'll tell you uh, back in the day
0: so our,
1: our last our last bruise and bruins podcast is just going to be one sentence is going to be not to make this a podcast And then it's, <laughs> Bye. <that's> the <laughs> i don't <laughs> it's
2: know over. will there ever be a last one Will it be until well, Chris dies because he's if we older, go our or, or, life, or probably we're me die because I'm an idiot? But like, <laughs> well, we have to name or Cam, uh, Cam. S- we have to name Cam's- successors.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like a multi million dollar industry at a certain point. We're just gonna yeah. have to like name people in our will to take over for us.
0: <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, so back to the board games. We have Cards Against Humanity and Uno duking it out in the board games regional final. What was your percentages? What you're guessing? I
2: think, I think it's cards like, close it's like
0: 60-40 cards against humanity. I think
2: cards is close to eighty. I think it's like a seventy-eight.
0: I would have guessed with Drew, but Chris is spot on sixty forty in really? favor of what? Do we have like four people? Uh, Another five six? People <laughs> no, it was voting, more. And that's how it it's there's, out. A, there's a decent amount. Yeah, it's been a pretty good amount. Um, I think, again, Cards Against Humanity, I think it's another one seed. I think I'm not surprised at all that that's the one that came out. I I personally don't think it's the best one, but I think if I were to guess that that would have been the one coming out of the card games. I'm uh, going to be
1: honest, if I hadn't played it like the last two times I played it, I would have been like, oh yeah, Cards Against Humanity, Mm -hmm. but i haven't it played dies, uno in like yeah. a decade maybe and you know, i played like, dude i, I, I played uno
2: this past weekend and it was like in sp- it was because of this podcast i found, i was up in maine with a couple of my cousins don't worry we're still quarantining they live in a duplex with me if one of us gets it we all have it but um fair <laughs> like our dads work together if one of us has it we all have it but uh we were up at maine and i found an old like an old uno deck like you know not one of those you buy in the store today like old like just doesn't look too too fun you know uh, Uno deck, and bo- bo- whenever I talk, both of you are on your fucking phones, you fucking bastards. <laughs> yep. um, I
1: be- hey, people are texting me and... Uh, yeah. and- Tweeting me about this this cool ass hat that I'm wearing. By the way, I was gonna to mention the <laughs> I was gonna mention the hat earlier, and then I am we wearing my dad's those. 1984 Celtics championship hat, and it has like all of the championships on, around the side in clovers. So basically, the only time I I wear this hat is on St. Patty's
0: Day. But no, that's a great uh, hat. I see there was a tweet made about it already too. I'm I'm all for yes, it. Yes, I, I I did do that. I, see, I was gonna save you the the. I wasn't gonna say you tweeted it out yourself. I was just gonna say there was a tweet, but. There you go. No, but it's that's worth that's worth pumping your own tires for that's a sick hat.
2: Yeah, Chris, the hat's cooler than you, so anyway, um
1: yeah. <laughs> I need accessories to I was going to gonna say we played
2: I, I was only going to say we played Uno and it was actually a lot of fun. Um Yeah, no, it's it kind of reminded me, it kind of reminded me how fun and it was with three people, but it was kind of it was still kind of cool and it reminded me actually how fun Uno is, but uh yeah. I'm not surprised cards against humanity won at all, especially I feel like our podcast considering our age a lot of our listeners would be around or at least half would be around our age and cards against humanity would probably be uno in that whereas uno i don't know i don't have it in front of me but not to make this an uno podcast but i feel like it came out like like a good time ago like
1: it's been around i mean like 90s like 90s it's crazy yeah yeah, crazy it's been around forever yeah so
0: um. All right. so the table games regional final. This I don't want to spoil it, but guys, the 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 fucking Cinderella <laughs> story lives on. Jenga after being statistically eliminated, but once again there was some tampering going on. This is S- Ken's right? What seed? What, did we, what here? seed was Jenga? I mean, we didn't actually seed them. They were all they randomized. Weren't actual seeds. No, I know, Jenga but Jenga did who was the technically. Top of the bracket? Jenga did technically lose in overtime, and I kind of fucked it up, and I put it on in the next round, but guess what? It just beat Yahtzee and is now into the Final Four because yeah, of a technicality, but but still right, there. Cam, so listen, listen, Accidentally on purpose, perhaps.
2: Listen, Cam, I take a lot of shit on this podcast from both hey, Cam, of you. Hey, Cam, listen. Listen, Cam. Cam, listen. Cam, listen. Cam. listen. Don't go on freaking, your fucking phone, listen. you bastard. Freaking Cam,
1: freaking listen.
2: <laughs> freaking listen, you freaking uh boy uh, <laughs> <laughs> i take a lot of uh flip that
1: and make it the cold open cam mm-hmm. you must do
2: that <laughs> I, I take i, I take we should start doing cold opens i take a lot of heat on this podcast for being an idiot
0: toasty over there
2: but come on cam you're getting up so- there
0: I, I I do want to I want to come clean here and just be. Completely I'm looking honest. better and better by
2: the episode. I think
0: I am not a big Jenga fan personally. I, I Jenga like like I've like been defending drinking Jenga. Jenga. Week by week. So here's my th- here's my thing: drinking Jenga, excellent times. Sober Jenga, totally overrated game. Not that fun. Fine, I but like I've only not that played quick. it
2: drunk and not actually. I'm pretty sure yet. I've only like, ever played so there you Jenga go. There you drunk. Go. So, so my my point I mean, is that the. The few times I've played Jenga was drunk and not even really playing. Just like, oh, we got
1: a stack of Jenga blocks, let's pull them out. Cam Flip Cup is in the Elite Eight. So my Like that game sucks if you're yeah. not drinking, but it's
0: <laughs> popular. Well, I, well, that's the drink- yeah, it's a drinking game. It's <laughs> different. My point is that I did not. It was genuinely a a, a lapse in judgment. not judgment, just pure stupidity by me. I did not, like, push Jenga through because I wanted it to go through. Like, I'm not that big on it Jenga. Did. It was not yeah, my favorite game do. out of that bracket. You boy. Um, but you and yet here boy. we are, and it, it perseveres. So if this thing ends up winning, <laughs> uh, there's there's no shot Jenga wins, in my opinion. But um, if it does, then it maybe it was just God's plan. Shout out Drake, I guess. Yeah, or something. A, a I lot know. of
1: our listeners apparently go to breweries yeah. where they just have giant Jenga.
0: This was the closest matchup of the round, though, so it might be threatened do you, do you want to guess? I already flip, cup and, uh, flip cup and beer pong. What? Beer pong. Flip cup and beer cup? Oh no 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 no! I was talking about no, no, Jenga. No. All right. Well, I'm just gonna throw it out there now because we've been on Jenga flip a lot. Flip pong enough, and beer cup. Jenga won 52 percent to 48. percent Now, oh, okay. to the drinking yeah, yeah. games final. Beer pong and flip cup.
1: Beer no pong. That was here. close, right? No, it was like 80 was to a, 20. Really? It was. No, I it looked was it 60... at it. I
0: looked at it like midway through, and it was close. But that oh, was probably 60 40. That was probably 65 35.
2: That was okay. I, when I looked at it. And it was close. It must have been like seven or eight votes in because it was like it was neck and neck at that point. I think it was like I figured beer pong was going to
1: run away with that shit because yeah. Yeah. flip cup, flip, cup's no fine, flip cup is fine. but it's not great. But it's it's just flip it cup cannot rules. stand up to the the drinking game. Yeah, which we all knew that beer pong was going to come out of this
0: bracket. I, I think beer pong is going to win. I think that's I the think, number one overall well, rank. I think it has seen. a lot
2: to do with our brand, which is half of oh, which is fucking yeah. drinking. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or freaking, fricking. Freaking drinking. I haven't I haven't decided wh- who I am gonna uh, back for this championship. I haven't I haven't figured it out yeah. yet.
2: Yeah, so what what, what are the that. uh what is it, board games so against the card final card games four matchup
0: then... the final four matchup will be <clears throat> Monopoly versus Cards Against Humanity. That's gonna be a good matchup. That's gonna be good. No, not Monopoly's then, gonna fucking run away with that. You think I'm, so? I'm voting cards, yeah. bro. I'm voting. cards. I don't know. I th- I'm gonna. I don't want to throw out my vote, but Drew already did, so I'm gonna vote Monopoly. Not that anyone's gonna be influenced by me, but I'm gonna vote Monopoly because yeah, it's Adam not like this is the vote for I think president. I think it might where be you're of gonna... close. <laughs> um, Jenga and Beer Pong will be on the other side. I think Beer Pong is in a clean house there. What? If you yeah. guys are big, if you if you stand Jenga, then prove me wrong on Twitter, please. To be fair, uh, Jenga is
1: probably the perfect thing to go against Beer Pong, just because it is the game that most people play while they're.
0: Drinking. Well, also, okay, yeah, that actually does work out. So you see, it was a it was I would, slip by me. If it's
2: if it's Beer Pong Monopoly,
1: Beer Pong that's Monopoly. gonna be so tough.
2: That's gonna be. I can't. I can't predict that. I would pro- honestly. I'd probably vote Monopoly in that case because. I mean, I think I've said it before, but I'm not – I'm not a huge drinker, especially during my college days. I was leaning towards the other substances that give you a nice intoxication. Um, but, yeah, so I, that's tough. That, that And even with people who love beer pong, like, that's going to be tough.
1: Um, beer pong and Monopoly are the two but, games that I've played uh, since being in quarantine via uh, video chat.
2: You've played Jenga? Oh, no, sorry. I don't no, know. Because B.I.T.O.N. is going <laughs> an <anomaly>. against Django. <laughs> I don't know why... <laughs> I was cuz my point was about yeah, to say Yeah, we played
0: virtual Jenga. <laughs> all right, pull up this one. Oh, I knocked it over. That was your fault. Way to go. You fucking lose. That's the one game Just, you can't yeah, I had it on the through.
2: mind cuz I was going to say what if Jenga upset Beer Pog, but <laughs> Jenga virtual. <laughs>
1: I mean, Jenga's probably going to win the you, whole thing you because you all have to, fucked everything up. You all
2: have to Just then pull out the the, the same piece as everyone does, and whoever does it best is
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Oh, good god. Whoever's got um, the best
2: pullout game, you know, is the winner. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, with that, that's bleeped uh, out. No, everybody, uh, uh, might stay in there. Yeah, uh, I'll keep everybody, down, <clears throat> get in there and, and <laughs> get in there. And <laughs> get in there. <laughs> <laughs> do do your civic duty and uh, make sure to vote. Um, are we gonna do? <laughs> do your civic duty and get. In- are we going to do all in this week? Are we going to do the final by next episode? Or no, do you no, want to no, give let's, the let's, final let's, more time?
2: You can do it seven days on Twitter, I realize. So do it, a, do it a seven day. We'll pump it out, though. We I feel like we pump out our podcast, like, freaking two days, and then we don't. And same with the bracket. So let's, let's get it out there. Let's hey, give it some retweets. You know what?
1: Let's get it
0: in there. No, 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 no. Let's get it in there and, and pump, pump
2: it real, real good. For real, we real should hard. put it up. <laughs> we should put it up for a day on our Insta as well. So yeah, if you have an Instagram, pump,
1: pump the pump the Insta as well. Let's uh, like follow hey, everybody. Follow us on Instagram, Brews and Bruins at Bruise and Bruins, And Bruise and Bruins, and not no brews and stands, Bruins, not
2: Bruins and Bruise, Brewing not brews. beers, and uh. Broccoli, but brews and Bruins. <laughs> I don't fucking know, guys. Uh, boys, I don't know. Boys, I don't know. Um, boys. No, no, but but seriously, if you follow us on boys brews- and
1: old old man hockey, listen. Things. If you
2: follow us on Instagram, you'll basically get two votes. So think about it that way.
0: What? well no if we no no, if we
2: no i'm saying if we put it on our (laughs) story instagram
0: story with the poll
2: yes then you will get two votes if you follow us by the time that we put it up.
0: are we doing two separate polls is that what's going on no i'm just saying as a promotion
2: maybe we will maybe we won't either way follow us on instagram and maybe you'll get a second vote (laughs) we're
1: we're we're falling off the rails here (laughs) Uh, there's a calm surrender To the rush Thank of day. Thank you for day. listening, everybody. This has been Bruce and Bruce Podcast. Rolling 14, can be turned Have a good Have a good, away. Have a good afternoon.
2: Have <laughs> a good quarantine. Too much
1: lead-in here. And a moment. And it sees me through. <laughs> it's enough for this restless warrior just to be with you. Can, can you feel, feel the, love the love tonight? Tonight, it's <laughs> where we are. All right.